All right, Solana, Solana. We're talking about utility and maybe utility at the nth level. And I'll explain all that today. It's a very interesting video. You guys are going to love this one. Stick around to the end. There is a lot to look at here today. My name is Paul Barrow. Welcome back into TechPath. All right, Solana, Lisbon, Breakpoint, their big conference. It happened. Before we get started, I do want to thank our sponsor, and that is Binance US. Uh, when you're th thinking about Solana, let's go over and actually stake some on Binance US. You can just jump right in there, go into the staking section, and wha-bam, you are in a position to where you can get 7.5% right now APY on your Solana. So make sure and use our link below in the description. It does help us out. And guess what? You can also trade and convert Bitcoin. Zero fees right now on Binance US. Uh, and you guys out there, you know, globally, because we have a, a large audience, then Binance is obviously this, this spot for you, but for all you Americans, Binance US, check it out. All right, let's get into the piece here with Solana because there is a lot going on. First thing I wanted to showcase was just a quick tweet here to kind of show the framework of what could be developing. Lots happening here. Uh, this coming over from uh, some interesting parties, and I'll explain that here in a second. Hi, Solana friends. Uh, this is Helium calling. Uh, can you hear me now? And this is just showing the evolution. And you've seen our video before. I'm sure if you follow our channel, you probably saw our Helium transition into the Solana tokenomics and Solana's framework uh, for the Helium token. So if you did not catch that video, check it out because it goes through a lot of detail on this. But this essentially is kind of the inside joke here of what Helium is talking about uh, for that. And he goes on right here, Helium Foundation, the Helium Foundation CEO, Abe. Uh, and the head of engineering, this is uh, Redacted Noah, just demoed the smart contracts on main debt uh, over there on and at Breakpoint. So again, just showing more potential on building within Solana. And remember, Helium is the tie-in to the mobile network for the Saga, the Saga being the Solana phone. And a lot of this will start to come together in this video to where it starts to connect the dots and also kind of puts you in a position to where you understand the utility aspect behind all this. Now, remember, one of my favorite tokens out there, guys, is Polygon. Now, the reason I like Polygon is their partnerships. They have just continued to, ex I think, exploit the variety of industries on these massive partnerships. When I think about utility, now I kind of step back and think, who's the best and has the most utility options right now with a token, and it's actually Solana. So if you look at what's happening right here, this is a big one, Hive Mapper. Let me zoom in on this a little bit for you guys so you understand what it is. Hive Mapper basically is a Solana-based decentralized global mapping system. Think Google Maps. Uh, this launches today. Drivers can now begin using Hive Mapper, their dash cam, to earn honey. Uh, and this is crypto, uh, while obviously contributing to a decentral map of the world. So think of this as, remember when Google had all the cars running around and they were basically collecting all that data for Google Earth and the mapping element, it created pretty much the biggest uh, geolocation system in the history of man. And I think this is something that when you think about how quick this could grow, and again, back to my point is Google Maps, it, there wasn't a lot of these cars, only a few thousand. Imagine if you had 10, 50, 100,000 vehicles collecting data, ramp that up to half a million or 500,000 vehicles, half a million. Uh, now you're starting to onboard a ridiculous amount of potential data, but more importantly, all these people are getting paid 
for this in crypto. So I think this is, again, one of the utility aspects of where this might uh, go to. Here it is right here. Here's HiveMapper. I'm going to show just some of the, the videos right here. They're showing the, the devices right up there in the corner. I'm kind of hovering my mouse around it a little bit. If you guys are listening in on the podcast, this is why you should be tuned in over on the YouTube channel. Here's DriveMap Earn Crypto. Just go to HiveMapper.com. They just show the installation of it. And it's starting. This was all happening happening in Lisbon. So pretty cool stuff. I think if this comes off and it's effective, its use case is done, we could see a next evolution of maps and what that might look like because of 3D visualization. Think about Google Earth, but a lot of times, you know, um, when you go in, I, I think you guys have probably seen these where they drop in those cameras and you go into a facility and you can actually do a 3D rendering walk around. Kind of like what, um, what is that one company that uh, we've done before? I'll get it in a minute. But there's several of them that are out there that are doing this now. Imagine if this was available for city streets or for countrysides or for touring different countries. This starts to open up a lot of different opportunity here. And the integration between a lot of other potential solutions, think render, think about all those kind of technologies and apps, dApps that are coming in on Solana could play into this one in terms of expanding. Uh, here is the uh, proof of physical work party. This was uh, Helium and Multicoin Cap unveiling the world's first crypto miner dash cam. This is HiveMapper's dash cam that we were just talking about. Kind of just show you a little bit about it. There's the camera system, a plug, looks like a USB-C and some power. Very interesting stuff. Like it. Very, very, uh, very next gen. Definitely iRobot looking here for sure. And this is what I like about these kinds of conferences is it really does amp it up to the next level. And then here you see uh, a good example of the unboxing. So it's actually happening. We're starting to see some rollout on this, uh, which I think, again, just gets into fast adoption. Even though we're still seeing early stages here, guys, just understand, imagine this gets into the, to the masses. This is available now at Walmart, or this is available on Target, or over on Amazon. Those kind of distribution points are and could be real very quickly. The other one that uh, was really, and we talked about this one before, and that is Teleport. Um, Teleport is the company that essentially claims they're going to kill Uber. And when I say they claim, a lot of people are looking at it and claiming they will kill Uber. And essentially, this was Teleport in Lisbon uh, right there. So you can kind of see the actual use case. So there's the driver getting in. You know, he's off. Nice S-Class Mercedes there. Beautiful. You got your barcode or your uh, QR code there. And boom, he's out of there and he's doing it within Teleport. So again, use case, real world, application. All we need is a bell curve for adoption and you're off to the races here on kind of this next generation. Uh, here was uh, them talking about uh, Jeremiah Owing. Remember Jeremiah? I mean, he goes back. This is old school tech right here, guys. So um, I go back a long time with Jeremiah. That's so funny. Interesting. Anyway. This guy has been in uh, been in Silicon Valley for quite some time. So he understands what's happening here with Web3 and kind of the next evolution here. You've got uh, a tour of Teleport he did right here just showing how it can be done. And uh, pretty impressive stuff. The fact that they actually had this working and fully operational and, and very sexy too. Look at, go back to the video here because I just want to show you guys some of the video right here. Let me scrub it a little bit. You can kind of see nice pullover right there and then nice map interface. It's a well-done app, and if you just look at the way this one is done, look at, let me 
let me kind of blow this up for you guys to look at it a little bit better. Uh, you can kind of see. I mean, this is the kind of Web3 potential that really kind of moves the the 8-ball, I think, in, in kind of the next evolution of where some of this high-end stuff is going. Very cool, very cool. Again, high utility, use case opportunities, especially around Solana. Now, let's get into the Saga for a second. And... Um, the, the Saga phone available at Breakpoint. It was available. Remember, we have uh, a, a Solana store here in, in Wynwood in Miami. Um, so I don't know. Maybe we need to get one of these for the studio. But interesting point. I want to zoom in on this one as well. This is a super sexy phone, guys. I mean, come on. Look at this. Nice nails. Um, but you can kind of see it moving around. Really, really interesting in the sense that they've been able to accelerate the development on this phone as quick as they have. Remember when we launched the video on the Saga phone, not what, three months ago, maybe at that point, obviously three months before this, but we're going to see a lot, I think, of use cases. And the whole aspect of where Sol Solana and the Saga phone is going is the partnership with Helium and what that might mean in terms of a new next generation 5G coverage map, which is T-Mobile. That's where the T-Mobile partnership with Helium is integrated. All that starts to plug into the Solana. Do you guys start to see the dominoes and the dots connecting here? All of this starting to happen for sure. Another thing that is kind of cool is the connection into wallets. So here's Ledger jumping in. Say, hey, wait a minute. We're going to partner with Solana Mobile, build an easy-to-use, secure Web3 experience for Solana Mobile users. Now, to me, this right here is the killer app for mass adoption is a mobile wallet that has a device connectivity, whether it's a Ledger or many other hardware wallets, that can be so uh, integrated and somewhat you know, synonymous with that device that it becomes very easy to use, super secure, and the ability to scale at mass. That to me is gonna be the, the thing to watch for sure. And mobile, definitely gonna be the way we're gonna see crypto being adopted because it's a global phenomenon. A lot of places are not operating off of laptops and iPads and PCs. They're running off of mobile devices. So think about growth centers around the world and then the ability for mobile to leap to that level. The other thing about this is they're showing some more around just the uh, Saga. Yeah, the Saga messaging. Kind of. See, let me zoom. I don't know if I can zoom in on that right there. But you can see it right from messaging. messaging we're going to see a lot of tool sets that start to break into this. Think about what's happening with WeChat, the potential super app. This is another place where I think Twitter and Elon need to get partnered uh, because there is some potential use case here that I think might be very interesting in the mobile side of things. All right, man, there was just so much going on. This to me is the one that is not yet fully uh, exposed as to how this may play out, but you've got a low key one of the biggest conference announcements uh, was Stripe. And uh, they were doing a wallet uh, connection, which is ramping onto crypto. So again, getting the ability to ramp on using traditional wallets. And when I say traditional, it's something that's USD or, or origin in the ability to use debit cards, credit cards, et cetera, to fund and or bank accounts and being able to, uh, to do that. So imagine installing a wallet, plugging in a credit card, and then getting USDC or SOL all in one quick UI. If Stripe pulls this off, remember Stripe is still one of the largest merchant processors out there in the world. We use them for our own services. 
and uh, and they're still one of the best. So um, hmm, this is another big deal. Utility, utility, utility. Uh, so just go over it. You've got payments coming in, mapping coming in, mobile coming in, ride hailing coming in, mobile services coming in. All of these are utility apps that are in place now. All they need is adoption and growth. Uh, here's another thing. Any uh, Solana Mobile Saga shipped in the U.S. will now get a SIM and 30 days of Helium Mobile for free. Get to this point because you could get to a scenario. If you think about the mapping device, you think about the uh, Helium uh, token and the Helium mining on Saga within the framework of Solana. I mean, you could end up with services like this that could essentially be free. So uh, this to me is a very, very uh, big deal. Now we get into what I think is one of the bigger announcements uh, at the event, and that was Render uh, bringing Star Trek, the entire Star Trek universe uh, to the metaverse, powering uh, everything from holodecks, uh, all of that under Lightfield Lab. I'll show you a little bit about this. This is a physical holodeck so you walk into, allowing people to kind of remix a whole aspect uh, on a mint of an NFT. And I'll, I'll get to why that is interesting. But if you look at this video right here, they kind of show a little bit of it. Let me cycle it through. Um, where they're showing some of this. These are the kinds of advancements. Now, the only problem I saw in this particular event, there wasn't a lot of people here. It's kind of a little bit sparse in there, guys. Again, shows you how early we are on something like this. I remember the early days of Web2. Conferences just like this. You know, four or 5,000 really uh, passionate people. A conference like that today would be forty to 50,000. Uh, so it's a big difference. Uh, now, I don't know how many came to, to Lisbon, but this is uh, pre pretty big. So Render, uh, again, doing some massive moves here. So you had uh, Jules Urbach, who basically did a full talk on this. He started talking about um, his work with Lightfield Labs. And this was an event. And I, will, I will ask that you guys watch the video of him doing this presentation. It is very heady. Uh, he gets into AI, a lot of partnerships with essentially the graphics community at large, what that might look like. What it really boiled down to was two things. The first thing is render's not going anywhere. And number two is these guys might just be the biggest utility use case because of the ability to look at render and GPU power in the future. And then the use case of what a lot of this is going to be do doing because of mobile web, Web 3, and even Web 2 to a certain extent, because there will be a Web 2 to 2.5 uh, era that I think will start to leverage and, and kind of bridge across into what we'll see in their next, you know, five, to, five years to a decade out. Uh, so a lot really happening here that I think is interesting and for sure. Just to give an example, here's Lightfield Labs, their website. I just want to show it. Uh, we're creating a world where content escapes the screen, merges into reality. This is all of what they're talking about in terms of AI and next generation display tech. Um, I want to show you that, but I also want to show you just something further into it. This is some of the uh, the actual hardware tech. Uh, saw the light system, and then you can kind of see right here how they use it. Let me play this video, Let's scan it through. Right, yeah. So you can kind of see how it's being used right there in museums. Advertising will change. I mean, it's kind of that holographic. But what will get interesting here within this will be. That right there, functionality and uh, team sharing, all those kind of things. 
that I think really kind of separates the next generation for rendering and especially in complex ideas. Again, this is getting into super, super level. I mean, literally, man, we are finally living in an era where Star Trek is real. And I always wondered when I was a kid watching Star Trek and just wondering when would that happen? Well, guess what? Web 3 is when it's going to happen. So lots happening over with Render and uh, stay on top of this one because this live stream that he did was fantastic. And I'll just go out on this and I want to scan in a couple of places here uh, where before he jumps onto stage, lots happening there, right there. So if you guys check this out, check the AI rendering that they're talking about, what this means with kind of next generation uh, use case in NFTs. This gets into utility at a level that I cannot even explain today. That's how advanced we're moving. Now, the big question here is this. And, and I often saw this a lot in the early days of Silicon Valley when I was a young developer. Sometimes these things move too fast. And what I mean by that is that you get moving so fast, your advancements are there, and tech is technically there, but the audience isn't there yet. It's happened in tech many times. Um, we'll go back into social, and I'll just mention the word MySpace. MySpace is a good example of they were super early, they got the development, they got a certain level of adoption, and then they got cratered by Facebook. Um, that could happen in Web3 with a lot of these early startups. Now, I don't know that this would be the case with Render, but Render is one that I think they're going to get acquired or in some way get uh, consumed by another entity, whether that's our creative house, Hollywood, Disney, somebody's going to get into this and understand the power of what this really can do over time. Lots happening here uh, in Salon. So back to my point, this is the good news video. Uh, if you did not check out our kind of good news, bad news video on Solana, make sure and check that one out because there's a lot of issues happening right now with Solana from a tokenometric side uh, or from a metrics tokenomic side, but also from the aspect of just Solana at risk. So there are some things going on right now. I invite you to, to check out the other video on that one. But if you're looking at, at Solana and this is in the future, maybe you're catching this uh, down the road and you're thinking, I'm just researching Solana for the first time. You probably have found a gem. And if this is really dated in the future, maybe it's one of those things where you looked at it and said, these were the guys, these were the OGs that started it all, got it going. And then there may be some other projects out there they came in and uh, swooped up the, uh, you know, all the uh, adoption. We'll see how it plays out. But right now, my money is uh, betting on Solana in one way, and that is innovation. Hands down, one of the most innovative out there. And it kind of goes to their point about where they just break stuff constantly. But um, next level for them is adoption. If adoption can happen, this is going to get real very quickly. Tokenomics, another thing for another video. That should be the first thing, though, that you look out for. All right, you guys are tuned in over on the podcast. You just missed a ton of graphics and explanation of what all this is about. The only way you can catch that is over here on YouTube. It's really easy. Jump into the Diamond Circle while you can. It's free. we got a lot happening over there as well. And of course, if you guys want to reach me, it's out on Twitter, at Paul Barron. We'll catch you next time right here on Tech Bath. 